Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. before we go into the other side of what I wanted to talk about, because that's a little bit of unsuccess. Mm -hmm. So tell me about success online. What does that actually mean for people? Um, You know, it really depends on your goals as a dater. Um, Some people want casual relationships. Some people want serious relationships. Some people want to just connect with other people. Um, So depending on your goals as you... Uh, join a dating site, um, we really have a lot of different tools that cater to all the different types of daters that yeah. we have. It's kind of like, how lonely are you? Right. And now how successful can we get from yes, that? And how can we help right. you fill that void? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. That's for me anyway. So how, how can people become more successful, like in being, on, you know, in line with, with their goal, obviously. That's a, the great thing for them to go on there and be clear about what their intentions are. But are there some things that people can do? Like you guys have given us this awesome list of things that have helped people with their profiles to become more successful. You did let me know beforehand that this that these are not just male things right. of whether it's men and women, yeah. um, but they're still pretty you know applicable to people who are mm-hmm. using online. So something that I thought was really interesting um, was using food as an icebreaker. So people who mention guacamole got 144% more inbound messages. It's because the phrase guac <laughs> is extra is the hippest phrase right now. Really? Yeah. I'm not hip, so I don't You're know about these hip. things. Like, you have to get out. I'd be like, guac is extra. I'm not going yeah. to that place. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I've seen t-shirts that say guac is extra. What does that mean? So am I. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I know. Marnie. What do you know what it means? What does it mean? It means I'm extra, like I'm special. Whenever you're acting extra, it's like you're going overboard or you're like, like show up to an event in a basketball game, but you're dressed in like a gown. So you're extra Mm. and guac is extra. I thought it was talking about um, that there's not very many avocados being produced right now. And so therefore it's a higher price for avocados. Yeah. So that's another whole thing. That's true. But that's interesting. Okay. So that makes sense. Fine. How about this one? People who mention potatoes get 101% more inbound messages. Potatoes. Potatoes is a funny word. I feel like it's because it's a funny word. It's, it's because a it's a funny word. It's also How are people because mentioning potatoes in well, there. Well, look at these potatoes. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they're saying. <laughs> that I understand. Then I would okay. Call mine, um, uh, Small potatoes. Small potatoes. Okay, fine. Then I then I get that. There's some interesting things. So people who say chocolate and foodie and cook or um, vegan. But I even. do feel like there's a point where those get too cliche and too expected. So if you're like, I'm a foodie, and I, you know, like eventually, it's like you see so many of those profiles of people putting in. I think sometimes what they think other people want to see. Yeah. Right. So they'll like dudes will be like women want a guy who's strong and so I'll show them pictures of me rock climbing and then and I'm a vegan I'm adventurous and I'm a vegan and then you yeah. walk on the side those too much and it doesn't come across genuine yeah it's right. just like all the profiles that say I love hiking and I love outdoors and yoga um, it starts to just kind of like become make nothing those to people, things right? mean nothing yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you guys could stop using those words. So I use them and they're special when I use them. Right. But nobody else can use them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not right. one of the 40 million people that are using right. your dating site Sports can use right. them. But what are other things that. that maybe aren't on this page that you have seen to be driving success for people online? Like, is there an attitude that people can have when using online or like a filter? Because we were talking before with the girl that was doing our makeup before coming on. To, we oh, have sorry, any makeup sorry, on. My makeup. Kristen did her own. No, this is This no is makeup. my makeup. I'm fresh faced. <laughs> She's coming onto the show in the second half, but it was interesting that she was she was just talking about like how her pictures don't really represent her. They're they're kind of like bitchy and they're kind of prissy, she says. And she's like, but I'm really like an outgoing, fun girl. And I'm like, well, so then why don't you have those pictures up mm-hmm. there? And so I think it's the same thing for a lot of men. I don't I don't think people represent themselves well online because they pull from the pictures that they have. And then in their profile, like you were saying, 
before, they tend to lean towards not making it more generic, but they tend to try to please people to get the most amount of people to be interested in their profile. So is there a, a mindset and a way that people can use and utilize online dating that can help them, number one, get better results, and number two, appear to be their most awesome, genuine selves online? Yeah, you know, it's a hard question. It's something that we really think about a lot and how can we help facilitate this process for for our members because it's really it can be hard especially if you've never online dated you don't even know how to set up a profile right so I think um you know some of the things that where we see our daters be most successful are um kind of stepping outside and looking at their profile setting up their profile as an outsider. So like looking at their profile and saying, what would I want to see? Who would I swipe right on? Who would I click yes on? Who would I like? And kind of setting up their profile from that perspective. So choosing a photo, not just a photo that, well, this is what I have on my computer. So this is what I'm going to upload. But like 1996, would you like that photo? Would you um, swipe right on that photo? And so looking at your photos and from this perspective, and then same thing with what you're saying about yourself, how you're presenting yourself. You want to convey who you really are. You don't want to just generate a bunch of, um, you know, matches and then go on a date and then that person just doesn't even know you. You want people to see the authentic side of you. I mean, authentic is a buzzword, but it's a big thing that people are craving um, on online dating. Yeah. I think in my experience, if if I'm online dating, like if I actually am logged on and doing it, I'm usually doing it when I'm feeling lonely or depressed. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really bad time to do it. Because then what I ha- what happens is I pile up all these matches. Yeah. And then I go back and it's almost like I sober up. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no, these are not the right people for me. And well, I that's good tell, that you do that because a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I have, gone, I have you know, matched immediately with somebody and immediately started talking when I was in that sad, mm-hmm. like, lonely zone. Yeah. And then, of course, it's gone nowhere. Either we've had, like, a mediocre date or a bad date or not gone out at all. But what I had to do was I've, I've actually erased all of any online dating or dating apps for myself personally right now. And because I... I was doing it in a bad frame of mind. So I, it's like your new ice cream. Yeah. It's like overdoing it. Like I love McDonald's, but if I ate McDonald's breakfast, lunch and dinner, I would eventually burn out McDonald's. Yeah. Maybe not, but that's how much I love McDonald's. But now I'm putting it away for several months. I told myself like two months, put it away and then I'll go back more fresh or fresher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea to take a break sometimes. I actually got an email, but I was reading to Christian on the flight up here that this guy was saying, I just, I don't think I'm into women anymore. And he said, I'm not into men. I'm just like, I'm over women. And the more that I need, I I go online or I read newsletters from other people saying what to do with women. I like get more discouraged and burnt out. And I, I, you know, it's similar advice to what you just said, sort of give yourself that break and then come back when you're fresh and you're not going to utilize it as like, a crutch for yourself. One thing that I actually tell people that, um, don't get mad at me for saying this, but (laughs) so I tell the guys that I work with to go sign up uh, as a fake profile for a woman Mm -hmm. and to see what other guys are putting out there and see what you find appealing. I know they feel like they're making, I know like the trashiest girl pictures. Like a girl from Maxim. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they also see what guys are sending to them and like what they're put off by. Cause I think, I think like that, is a really good exercise just for others to see what is going on out there. And kind of what you said, go see what pictures you would want to respond to. It's the same thing on the opposite side to see like from a female point of view, what would be appealing to you and like what other guys throw at you that you may have been doing as well that Mm -hmm. doesn't feel so wonderful. I'm sure that throws off a lot of your data and stuff. A lot of people unofficially do that um, as a way to check out the competition as well. And also just to kind of get tips on what makes a good profile? How am I comparing to the people out there? That's great. Um, but yeah, it's a thing that we actually get a lot of requests for. Like, can I switch and see what's yeah. on the other side? And um, I wonder if you, you just give them like free access to like some profile that's already set up. You can set up done. a second profile oh, you can. and then mm-hmm. kind of do that. Yeah. There, there's definitely ways to do that. 
Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And then when you do make that profile, use the words guacamole, potatoes, and chocolate. That's right. And foodie and vegan, and you will be a master. Yes, exactly. Wow. Hopefully impregnated. Um, So I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. No, no, that's not going to happen. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, which which was uh, you know uh, part of what you guys are really big on uh, at Zeus, is safety. Yeah. And the reason that safety. Um, has been coming up right now. You know, in the media, things have been happening where there's yep. a lot of unsafe environments. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, my, my husband was even saying the other day, like, people are just going to get numb to it. And I was like, not really. It's like, he, I'm not surprised by all of these people coming out. And mm-hmm. I and Kristen and I were having a, a conversation on the, the plane about, like, how it's, it's, it is just so tough to navigate uh, this area because some people don't speak up and say things are uncomfortable and people do things that they think they have a certain level of friendship and then it's just there's there's like all these fine lines um, where people are becoming very very paralyzed right now and I wanted to read an email yep. um, that I got because then I want to talk about it um, just from your point of view of what you're seeing as well and then just talk a little bit more about how to help men navigate this new space. Uh, It's shocking how many powerful men in the media nowadays are being fired, and rightfully so, because of sexual harassment against women they work with. It seems that every morning we turn on the news, another news anchor is being let go. A lot of men I know are now taking, oh, talking about this issue privately with their male friends. A lot of us are good men who would never hurt a woman physically. Um, or say something hurtful or disrespectful. Yet we believe in being men by politely telling a woman how we feel in a nice way if we think she's attractive or if we're uh, talking to her and feel a connection. We are perfect gentlemen, but we are also men and we want to let a nice woman know how we feel about her. We are concerned about how bad this issue could get and the fact that good guys like us will not be able to approach women anymore in fear of being accused of harassing them. Imagine a few years from now sitting in a nice restaurant or bar on a night out with your women friends and not having any straight guys to meet. It should never come to this. It's Mm. too bad that good guys like us, good-looking, confident, intelligent, and gentlemen first, are getting a bad rap because of the few jerks who get all the press. And then he said, you can use this email, but don't use my name. Mm. Jerk. Jerk. Signed, not jerk. Gentlemen. (laughs) So so this is what's going on for a lot of guys. And I've gotten, you know, like hundreds of other emails that are very similar to this where... Guys are just saying, I do not know what to do. Like, I'm, I'm fearful to approach. I'm fearful to uh, put my hand on somebody's shoulder. I'm fe- so, so I want to talk about, we've talked about it on our show before, um, but maybe from the, the, the view of the online space as well, uh, from your point of view, just like how, how do guys not shy away from still going after what they want and still be respectful in today's climate. Like, sure. what, what do you think is really harassment or, or sexual assault? Like, where is that line? Yeah, you know, it is, it is a really hard topic, and I can empathize with how the good guys feel with all of these um, different stories coming out. It makes you really uneasy, you know, and it can, it, it, it's for men and women, it makes you uneasy. Um, I think, you know, it's natural to feel fear after you hear about all these different people being, um, you know, questioned and all of these people um, being fired from their jobs. Yeah. Um, but I think basically it's, well, it comes down to a matter of like basic rules of human interaction. I think that there's a mutual respect that gets um, created as you build a connection with people. And then you you pick up on cues that show that somebody has interest in you. Well, and that's then, difficult because so many guys are like, I, I can't spot these cues. Obviously, they're not seeing something. Yeah, yeah to so many of us, like me, because I'm, I'm... You're a cue smart. master, obviously. I'm, I'm master. Just constantly judging and it analyzing people. like common sense. And so then Marnie will pipe in and say something like, well, actually, guys can't see these things. And, I, and, it's and sometimes like, girls can't see them either. We talked about this a long time ago. Men see, like, I don't know if it was like, three shades of red and women see seven shades mm-hmm. of red. So women are naturally more perceptive and so we can pick up on those cues where guys, it's almost like they're blind in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And I, in a way, I feel like that's giving them an excuse and at the same time, it, there's some merit to it probably. Yeah. Well, I would make the distinction between um, not picking up on cues you know, in a great way and then asking somebody out who actually has no interest in you 
versus making repeated and unwanted yeah. uh, requests and advances towards somebody who already said, I'm not interested. I think that there's a big distinction between that. If and you what if ask she's not somebody, saying, I'm not interested? Because most often, um, a lot of women are not saying these things out loud. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Christian this story. So we went up to Palm Springs last week. And um, this is horrible that I'm saying this, but I won't say exactly who it is. Anyway, somebody who's very close to my husband, who I absolutely love and adore, gets a little touchy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. I do not like it. It makes me uncomfortable. What's his phone number? Yeah, exactly. I'll show you after. It's on my Twitter feed. Um, but and it makes me uncomfortable. But for that slight second, it makes me uncomfortable. And then once it's over, I'm okay with it. And mm-hmm. I, But I don't like it. But I'll never say anything because I don't like it. But I tense up when he does it. I make an awkward joke when he does it. So I'm not really saying something, but in my mind, I am saying something. But what you were saying earlier when we were coming up here was that you don't say something because you don't want to kill the fun. Yeah, I don't want to kill the fun. It's like the vibe it's meant to be fun. fun. It's meant to be playful. And I think, I mean, I'm very, my, my opinion is probably not the, the popular opinion on the topic, but I think that there's scales of this harassment and everyone needs to remember that this guy playfully having fun with you, his intent isn't but most likely isn't a malicious intent. And so I think you have to take the intent behind the action yeah. and not just what the action is. Yeah. Because if he's out to actually hurt you and to have power over you and to make you feel demeaned, then that's a thing that you can quote on Facebook, me too. But yeah. if the guy's just being fun and it's the energy and the vibe and you are you are smiling and everything, I feel like you have to be reasonable and know that he's a human being and is has likes to... Maybe be have touch yeah. and have those connections, and you might not. But I don't think going apeshit over it is the right response. I think you have to have a little flexibility with these guys because they're confused now. Like they don't know what to do. Yeah. So I think I'm for like for them for the guy who wrote who wrote into us. Like I think that he's saying okay. He's he's his fear is that you're going to walk into a bar and it's like literally going to be men and women on separate sides of the bar, not interacting it's with like each a other. Lifelong eighth grade dance. Which yeah. Is exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But like that, it, I don't think anybody is saying don't approach me. Like that yeah, approaching me is harassing me. Approaching me and if I say person. to you, eh, I have a boyfriend or no, I, I'm done right now or I'm talking to my girlfriend and you continue as you said, then that's yeah. when you become like a harasser in some way and it becomes uncomfortable. But if, but I will say on the plane today with that guy yeah. who, was, who was talking to us, like every time he would walk by us, we he was a like flight a flight attendant. attendant. He, he said, I'm just flirting with these girls. Yeah. You know, and it was cute and playful. And like I in no way would be harassed by that. Maybe Ashley Judd would be like, um, this flight attendant's harassing me. But he was just being nice and cordial and wanted to create a conversation and have a connection. He didn't get creepy. He didn't ask for our phone numbers. And that's where I feel like women need to be a little forgiving. The guy, he's 57, single for 30 years, he said, and and, and was a nice person that you know you're not going to see again. So why why you try to create a problem from that? Just let him be nice and be friendly and be complimentary yeah. to you and then move on with yeah. your day. Yeah. Because he didn't cross any boundaries. But I did feel friendly. like the subtle signal that I was giving to him was I'm going to go back. Like I kept oh, steering same, myself same. back to yeah. talk to Kristen. So these are like the subtle signals that men may not be picking up and on. And he was so not that, picking up on that. Yes. He and then he kept coming back. And like every mm-hmm. time we would be in conversation, he'd stand beside us and we'd take a second to go look over at him and we'd look like this and like also actually what's funny is i'm not gonna equate this to what i want to but he kept i told him i didn't want any water i was fine and he shoved and that he down your throat he was over hydrating you yes, and I was what like, okay, an you know assaulter what? he and was I took, horrible like, i took one or two sips and he came back and gave me more water and so there that's when a dude's not paying attention and he's yeah. not listening like those weren't cues i actually said no I don't want. She said, "I don't like to hydrate myself on a plane <laughs> for something else right now." You know, like I said, I actually don't want water, and he was like, "Well, too bad you're getting water." <laughs> and so, like, if I can see, oh my god, you were assaulted. Like him yeah. could possibly, maybe, offend somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's the that that repeated and unwanted is where it crosses exactly a different like to a different line. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the biggest sign is to see that somebody's reciprocating back. Yeah. That there's they're they're not just. Res- 
responding to your conversation, they're actually engaging in your conversation. Yeah. So that if a woman isn't saying it straight out, like, you know, go away, or I have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. or I have to go somewhere, I'm just talking to my friend. If they're saying it more casually, then then that's when mm-hmm. that's when it's okay. I don't think it's ever going to lead to men. I don't think it should ever lead to men not approaching in general because that's a big waste for everybody. And I don't think women are saying don't approach me. They're just saying, you know, if I don't want to be approached after you approached, I'm going to let you know and please stop yeah, doing Yeah, and I think afterwards. that you actually bring up a good point that as women in those situations, sometimes you do have to have the uncomfortable conversation and it may just be the fear that we have of like you know rejecting somebody um, it is the fear we have of yeah, it's the fear we have but um in more cases than not people can take it actually and they appreciate i mean we I so. we actually have customers who have asked like i just wish that the woman would just tell me she's not interested because most people do like just the ghosting thing right Mm -hmm. it's just basic human respect that people are asking for and sometimes it's not going to feel great in the moment but they most people i think most mature people will appreciate it yeah i think so absolutely Mm -hmm. what are what are some tips that you can give to men that maybe would say to a man I'm not really interested, but I'm going to continue responding back to your messages to be polite. So what is a way that she's kind of saying, like, please stop, not interested? Um, I, from what I see, most women start to kind of trail off. Isn't there a term for that? Oh, oh no, um, I don't. Is there? It's I gradual it's, ghosting? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's like a gradual ghosting process. They start to kind of give you like one word answers. So I think what you're, I what you're looking for is a change in their messaging behavior, right? So if they were really chatty initially, they were writing all these details, and then all of a sudden they start kind of just writing, okay or K, that's even worse, um, she's probably lost some interest because of something. I no yeah. idea that K was a bad thing. It's super offensive. K all the time. So that's offensive. thing is K. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden someone told me that it's a, it, it's a negative thing. So anyway, yeah. I, Well, I, if you say cool K and then LOL and then, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then a smiley K's. face. Like K and then you continue talking yeah, is totally fine. fine. My name starts with a K. And I right, really don't exactly. want my letter to have a bad rap. I hear you. You got the Kardashians. Well, You're already winning true. in that department. That's true. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, losing. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, so tell me more about um, safety and like what guys can do to help women feel safe in this space. So both online and like moving things yeah. to Show offline. Show her your condoms and your gun. Yeah. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, it's definitely something that we spend a lot of time thinking about because it's um, there's something about digital uh, communication and online dating that creates this false sense of comfort, mm-hmm. I would say. And, well, there's um, walls between you, so you're not well, real yeah, people Well, yeah, and yet. also you just feel like you're close to somebody from reading their profile or seeing their pictures or you see a picture of them with their friends, and so you think... You feel like well, you apparently know not. That's not a good thing to do. Don't have a well, picture with your friends. Not your primary right, photo, right? right. But so you feel comfortable. And so I think that's sometimes what I see on my end um, as far as men. They tend to jump too quickly because of that implied comfort, connection yeah. and comfort. Yeah. So they'll turn the conversation sexual very quickly. And that's just, I mean... That's the majority of the harassment um, reports that we review. Oh, so you, okay, I didn't even know that you got yeah. reports of this. Okay. Yeah, we get reports of this and we handle them. You know, we really like take them seriously. Absolutely not. Steal it for yourself, text it to your husband. <laughs> yeah, I'm into so this guy. We, we do. We do get some reports of it and we take it really seriously because we know it's one of the worst experiences you can have on online yeah. dating. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually, I had a situation, and this is why women get uncomfortable calling them out, and I, it was a while ago, so my memory isn't very clear on it, but the guy made, so I do stand-up comedy, so I think when men hear that, they're You can't like, really tell right You now. can't tell. I'm not funny whatsoever, and that's kind of my shtick. When I'm on stage, <laughs> it's just not funny. Um, but I think when guys um, approach a woman on there, and then they figure out, oh, she's kind of cool, or whatever, they do jump quickly, like you said, but um, for me, occasionally I'll get guys that try to make jokes, and they're mm-hmm. not funny. Like, when you're trying to be funny, you're not going to be funny. And this one guy immediately started to try to make jokes, but they were all dick jokes. 
Mm. Yeah. Every I single one. Told this, and yeah. I told him, I eventually, um, and they were like aggressive and I'm not like the type to offend. I don't like go, oh, how, do you, how dare you? But it was so quick and it was so uncomfortable. And I said to him, dude, because I didn't write back. And he's like, oh, you're one of those. Like one of those, like I'd be offended. I wrote, no, I'm not one of those. I'm, a, I'm just actually offended because the joke was so unfunny. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it wasn't the dick material. But I told him to stop. And then he kept doing it. Yeah. And it got really, really uncomfortable. And he made me feel like an uptight prude. And it was, it was, and that's not the case. I'm like, it's not the case, baby. I'll yeah, you're like, I am a no, four and a half. But anyway, that was really upsetting. And that was the real one time that I had this kind of almost like, sexual harassment yeah, from a yeah. dating app. Or it gets yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. No, yeah, again, it's it's this repeated and w- unwanted. I didn't mean to say that so many times, but I think it's that true, the, right. the more that I think about it, that's actually where it really crosses into harassment. Right. It's, you know, I that he might no think once. that that's your humor or you made a joke about right. something like that, so he thought, I can do it too. But once you've said no, and once you've said like, hey, that's not that's not what I want to talk about, if he continues, I think that's where women start to feel unsafe. Yeah, that's yeah. where women start to feel like, okay, you're not respecting so I was the like, boundaries. Are we going out? Yeah. Like, what do you say? So I was just instantly like, so what time are we going out? Yeah, right. It's not the way to get a girl to go out with you. Right. No, definitely not. And then to not. shame her afterward. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that we get reports of is when the woman is forthright and says like, hey, I'm not interested, a lot of times... Men take it very personally. They take the rejection very personally, and they may call the woman a name or just get very upset or start to insult them. And so um, just kind of knowing that it's not personal and that actually they are respecting you and telling you the truth and not wasting your time, I think just kind of changing your mind about what a rejection means. So how do men navigate around this space? Because let's say that women are having tons of these experience or even one experience with one man who is like that, right? Mm -hmm. So their guard's going to be up a little bit more. Have you guys seen these RX bars that have been floating around everywhere lately? Well, if you haven't and you've been living under a rock because they are absolutely everywhere and they're absolutely everywhere because they are absolutely amazing. So what they are is they are the cleanest snack bars. I'll call them a snack bar because they're not protein bars that I have ever had in my life and ever seen. Most snack bars I can't actually eat because I eat paleo, but these RX bars are the cleanest. They have no chemicals added, no preservatives, nothing. They're basically just egg whites, a nut, and some dates, and no BS. That's all that they have inside, and then they are amazing filling snack that you can carry around with you very easily in these really cool packaging. Anyway, I want you to try these out. So go to rxbar.com slash wants and enter code wants at checkout. It's really simple, very easy. Go do it now. rxbar.com slash wants and enter code wants, W-A-N-T-S, and get some of these. They're good for your body. So how do guys walk into that space, interacting with women who are bombarded? And I'm sure there's many examples on the other side as well. Or are there examples on the other side where men are, you know, flagging women for harassment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, It happens, I mean, at a much slower rate, but it definitely happens. People are people and women can be offensive too. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So what can guys do so that they're not like, "Uh, I want to be very careful. I'm going to ask you at every stage, are you comfortable with this? Like, how do you take away that robotic, inauthentic version of themselves, but still respect that they may have had these situations with other men? So understanding that there is a guard up there, like, how, and you may not have an answer for it, but it's like, how do you finesse? And then I think that's that's the gritty area that people are confused by because they're like, okay, I get that you just may have had your ass slapped four times today. I'm not going to slap your ass, but I'm going to approach you. And you're going to be stiff and cold at first, and I'm going to still keep trying to talk to you. But how do I know when to stop? Or how do I, like, it's just, it's that confusing area for a lot of people. Yeah, that's really hard. Um, I think that, I stay home. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I think there's definitely a way to do it. The way that I've seen male, um, our members that, uh, where they, where they achieve success is 
in being cautious themselves, right? So you don't want to be overly cautious where you're not authentic anymore. You're not really having a real conversation. That's that's an extreme, and you're not going to get to know anybody that way. But you can be cautious and recognize that you don't know that person yet. You know, you don't, and you, you've seen their photos, and sure, you've matched, and there's a heart around your pictures, but you don't know the person yet. And so I think a good tip is, like, how would you talk to this person if you were talking to them in real life? I think that that's a really good way to monitor yourself or, you know, kind of find a way to not end up in uncomfortable situations, because that's... That's usually what we see is people feel so comfortable. They're behind this computer. And so they say things that they would never say in person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or how would, if it, if it is in person, like how would you talk to this woman if like your friend's girlfriend was watching? Yeah. Something like that. Because like, you still want to be kind of fun. I don't want to say sister's watching because then you're like prude as anything. But you can still have fun where it's still like, okay, I still want to be respectful, but I can still joke around with this person in front of me. That's actually a, a really good way to think about it, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's good. Well, thanks for talking to us about this stuff, about like safety, success online. Um, again, you are the VP of customer success right here at Zooks. Thank so you for both for having us. me. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And now uh, it's going to take you 20 minutes to get out of the seat. It totally is. And, and we're going to have awkward. Lindsay come talk with us, who did our makeup and was not supposed to be on this today, but she was chatting up. It's a great little before oh. doing this. And you were telling us about your your online dating Hi. experience. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, you walked in and you were like... Like, I hate dating. Right? I hate you were like, <laughs> F this, man. Yeah. <laughs> dating. And we are like, we get oh, it. Oh, yeah. So tell us some of the things that are going on with you um, and just dating. So, so stay yeah, really, really tight on the mic. You're going to want to be okay. like half an inch. Right there? So yeah. for everyone on Facebook, hey, we're taping a podcast as well, and that's why we're using these mics. Yeah. So and our face is being blocked, yeah. That's a good thing. Um, so I feel I'm about to be 30 and dating for me, dating for me right now is, um, it's pretty much a nightmare. <laughs> I think the apps are really, you can't tell a person's swag or like the way that their energy or aura is whenever you see just photos of them. And I always get different ideas of who they'll be. Um, and then they're just not that person. I feel like a lot of people are expecting things um, as well, especially if they pay for my dinner. Um, that's a lot of things I've found. And yeah, it's like you didn't buy me a new car. Like it was yeah, a buy steak. me a car, then we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like it was just dinner. It like, was just dinner, and usually it's definitely not a steak. It's usually some. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Okay. So the interesting thing that I thought was really interesting that you were saying to me before was um, that you are going to stop being so open because you said you being open and friendly was attracting either the wrong kind of people. Or it was pulling certain people in that you didn't want to give your time to anymore. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Because you're saying you don't want to be so nice anymore. Yes. So I work at a bar. And even just on my daily, I feel like just walking down the street, I want to, I'm a very confident person. And I want to look open and inviting and just like a kind, friendly person. But I also feel like that's invited a lot of people Um into it that are approaching me, um, hollering at me constantly. And also the fact that guys think that hollering at you, even from across the street, like you would even talk to them, that blows my mind in, in every sense I of would. the way. Well, it's, it's a Seinfeld bit where he's right. like, what do you think we're going to, like the women are just going to kick off their heels and start chasing <laughs> you down the street? Like, wait, you beeped. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nuts. And, um, or even at the bar, like just guys that leave me their numbers, um, or just, are really a, kind of a very aggressive um, just because I'm just friendly with them. I had a, a customer the other day. He literally slapped my butt, and I turned around, and I had to straight up threaten him, and it took our friendly conversation. You're, you're, honestly, right now, if you're slapping women's butts right now with all the news that's going on, you are yeah. the dumbest human that's ever That's lived. how I felt. Like, I was oh, like, hello, what are you Harvey? doing? Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. Like, out of all times, you just don't do it right now, especially. I mean, don't do it in general, yeah. obviously, but right now. It's yeah. exactly the way I felt. And it turned our whole entire friendly situation, because um, I enjoyed serving him, into something super negative, and everybody else in the bar saw it. So then it made me feel like people that didn't see him slap me, then they just see me 
yelling at him. So then I just look like the crazy lady. I look, yeah, and I look rude and I look just mean. And I definitely can have that. I work in a bar, so you have to be somewhat, you have to stand your and hold your own. I worked at a bar. I was not mean at all. <laughs> I was like, do whatever you want to me. Just let me get out of here by 2 a.m. <laughs> I was like, anyway. But, and but, so, so, but that's the interesting thing because you're saying you're being open and friendly. Mm-hmm. So I want to understand the distinction because for some men, and this is, this goes hand in hand with what we were talking before. So how do they know I mean, never slap somebody's ass unless she goes, you put your hand on my ass right now and do it. Like, make this movement with your arm. Like, give me yeah. direct instructions to do that. Even then, I would still not do it. Like, ha- like, these guys are afraid to initiate anything because women are being open and friendly with them. And then if they're like, well, I, I don't want to get this wrong at all and misconstrue what you're doing. Like, how do they pick up on friendly versus I'm flirting with you or I'm curious about you in that way or there is some attraction what are those differences i think it's really i think the big thing that's happening right now is people aren't reading the the correct the correct energies of what what's actually happening how do you read an energy i mean some people are better at others just like for people who are not good how do they read an energy i because these mean, are words that women will use. Like, of course. Read my energy. You read my cues. I can't. That's why I'm confused as hell. That's why I have a business. So how, like, you, if you were to spell it out for somebody throughout the night, like after this guy slapped you, mm-hmm. if you would say, I did this, I did this, I did this. How the hell did you not see these things? So what are those things that you would have done to show him this is purely platonic and I'm serving you a drink? Rather than just putting a drink in front of you, so how how do you how relay that? How does, um, how does he see the difference? I I just feel like I'm I I just feel like people need to just get smarter. I'm serving you beers at a bar, okay? That is what the relationship is. If you want to ask me out on a date, you can absolutely ask me out on a date, and then we can get friendlier from there. But how do you not know that I literally work here? <laughs> right, like, you're supposed to be friendly. You are just. I'm, like you were actually just another person on the street and you saw him go into the bar to get a drink and you were like, you know what? I need a job in there right now to get right. this guy a drink so he slaps my ass. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? And like that's their thinking. And also I think they think they have a little power over you because they are paying you and they are tipping you. So they feel like right now you are mine and I can do with you as I please because I don't, okay, I'm so going to a lot of the And guys, that's just that messed yeah. up way people think. I don't think Of course. That. But I, I would say most often these guys who are writing in these questions saying we are gentlemen, we are respectful, they're not thinking, ho, ho, I've got the power. They're thinking, listen, this girl's just told me something personal about herself. Yes, she is being friendly and maybe she's a very open, talkative Listen, I'm an open, talkative person. I will talk to anybody about anything about any, anybody about anything, even if I was standing behind a bar, right? Here, I think this is the biggest deal. We need to go back to manners. I feel like men have lost complete manners. Like there, nobody has any manners. Um, open up the door for me. Start doing those things. And I feel like that, if you just are a respectful person that has manners, like you can't go wrong. And I feel like women, I'm definitely about that. But men are hearing that that can go wrong, which I think is super sad because a guy will open a door for a woman and she'll be offended. Well, of course. I mean, there's so going to be know. women that are just as rude <laughs> as right. there are men. And what so, I've said in the past is stay away from those women. Just stay away, the right yeah. woman for you. Absolutely. So says, no, I don't want you to open the door for me. I'm, I'm offended. Then you don't want to date this woman. Do you know, opening if opening a door for a woman was hell and that's a five-second span, imagine what dating her would be like. It would be terrible. So you just have to, I think you have to just guide yourself toward like-minded well, you go with people. your own moral mm-hmm. compass yeah, exactly. as well of what, yeah. what makes sense for you. Yeah. So, Lindsay, let me ask you a question. So... Are there limitations on what you will talk to people about and how you'll touch people when you're working? Um, actually, that's a great question because I'm extremely open. I will, if you start talking to me about something super personal, I will go there. I have, I don't, I'm not offended by things. Um, so maybe I'm not even the right person to be interviewing. No, you are I the right actually, person. I don't get offended a lot unless you touch me in a, in a way that is like slapping my ass. Okay. Um, but, and being touchy feely, I'm pretty, I'm not, I'm I'm kind of okay with being touchy-feely, but in there's certain ways to do it. That what are, are the certain ways? I mean, if I'm if I need to somebody to move over or something, and I'm passing them, I might just tap them on the shoulder or something. Um, I'm not going down into like the mid section. I would like you know there's sections like small of, your, of the back. Yeah, like the small of the back or things like that. Um, and I feel like um, it's just. 
I know it's hard to explain. It's, it is hard well, to explain. Well, so that's I mean, mistake politeness for flirting. Yeah, of course. But so then, yeah. so then, like, when you do, if you are talking to somebody and they do take it to another level, let's say it gets off of the bar talk or about, like, the game that's on TV and you get past, like, where you grew up and, like, your, your story, and you start talking about things that maybe are a little bit more injured or you banter about things and you're joking, mm-hmm. like... When does he know that you're saying, oh, I kind of, I would like you to ask me out. Oh, I'm kind of attracted. What does that look like on you? Have you had that recently where you've been at the the bar or even out in public where you're meeting somebody and you're like, oh, okay. I I think I may, I would be into you. I'd be into you when you're open Um, to being asked out. I would say I am very, I'm a very aggressive woman. So I'm definitely a person that helps guys to understand if I want to. On your Bumble profile. I, yeah, I'm I think, an open woman. I think it is. I'm an aggressive woman. It is on my bum. Is it really? Yes. Um, no wonder you get these guys. Okay. But I, I mean, I'm the type of person that will send somebody a drink. Um, and I will be like, hey, like, let's go out. If you want to buy me a drink or, you know, you can absolutely buy me a drink. I would even be the person to make a f- uh, the first move. But I know there's a lot of women that wouldn't. And so it's it's hard for me to say that what that's like because I, I don't know what they're how they tell them that they were really into them and they would like like what does your body next language move? look like do you get do you get maybe um fidgety or do you maybe touch your hair or get maybe are you nervous? not as, as are you like not you as aggressive like, are you not as do confident yeah do you get shy um if the guy is more shy then i might become more aggressive and if the guy's more aggressive then i instantly become more submissive okay. if you and like him. if i like him yes and i do get fidgety um, but I will still keep a open body language and I will, if we're sitting at a bar, I will turn towards him and eye contact is super big and just s- smiley. I know for me, if I'm, if I, if say a guy approached me at a grocery store and I decided, no, 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 like I do not want to give this guy my number. I'll have one word answers. I'll maybe like look maybe slightly irritated but it's hard because then I'll say if I see a guy that I like, I'll look slightly irritated so he doesn't think I'm interested. I know. You know, so I do feel bad for the men out there. Yeah. But um, I, I think there's a difference because if that guy that I thought was a, attractive and wa- I wanted him to approach me, I would look away and maybe look angry, but I would definitely look up at him and like let him know that's why I'm looking angry. Right. Versus if a guy was trying to talk to me and I just, and I'm, I'm friendly also, like I'll go along with it. But if I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One word, one word, one word. That's a cue. If she's not engaging you further with more questions on her end, then she's not interested. And I think that's pretty clear. How quickly do you guys think you decide whether or not you see somebody as a... 0.001 millisecond. Yeah. I would say immediately. And there might be that that 1% that you get to know them and you're like, actually, I'm seeing something so different out of this guy, but that's very rare. I feel like the... Attraction is immediately because there's it's more than just that's why this dating apps are so hard because it, well, that's can, actually why it shouldn't be hard. I know, but you them. can't. But there's no energy. The, right. and it's such a big deal, and like you don't know the one guy that I became obsessed with off of a dating um, dating app was on on paper or like his pictures. I didn't think they were that great. Like I was like, okay, whatever. We had really good banter. He seemed cute enough, but I didn't feel like, ooh, I'm going to be really attracted to this guy. When I walked in and I met him and he turned around, he was like sitting at the bar. When he turned around, there was something that was just that chemistry or that energy that just hit me. And I was like, holy, I did not expect that. Yeah. And I was so into him, but based off of his photos, I wouldn't have gotten that vibe, but it was an in-person thing. Okay. And how quickly do you decide, do you decide if you want to like be intimate with somebody? Like how quickly How many, how long does it take you to get three drinks in you and that's the answer <laughs> uh 0.001 seconds. <laughs> so yeah exactly the same exactly. i yeah. also think a first kiss is like a big deal like if you could have a great date and then the first kiss is like not good it's really hard for me to get on a second date with you so you're saying that every stage that you're interacting with somebody is like okay let's get past this you're looking for something at every stage so okay do i have that chemistry and with then it you? checks off mm-hmm. and then before it checks off yes yeah. i've been on a date like she said somebody that wasn't that attractive in photos and then turned out to be like amazing and i've been on the opposite where i was like oh my god this might i'm nervous this might be the most attractive guy i've ever seen and then i met him in real life and he was like, so what? intensely feminine that i was just it like happens. oh my gosh i don't know i can't do this <laughs> 
that happens all the time. I have met so many good guy friends off of dating online and dating apps because I meet them and they're like, they're like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, and then we go buy shoes. But honestly, it's really, I didn't know that because I was in a relationship for eight years. And so I was not dating for a really long time. And then as soon as I started dating, it was like every, every other guy was super effeminate. But I think I was like, maybe I thought for a second, I'm like, is it me? And they just don't like me. And they're like, I'll turn on the effeminate. So she doesn't like me. And this is easier to reject each other. (laughs) Or like, just be my beard for a little bit. But I realized, I was like, well, this is probably why they're single because they might be gay and they don't want to actually come out or there's just just effeminate men. And it's harder for them to connect with women because I will say with the men that were more effeminate, we totally connected on like viewpoints and like fashion and whatever and all those things. But when it came to physically being attracted to each other, even if I found that person attractive and I liked their style, I couldn't just, I couldn't do it. Like You couldn't eh. see it. Like, I just didn't feel the right, it didn't feel like that masculine energy that I need. And what is that masculine energy that you need, aside um, from the voice? I'm because surprised I, that I need it because my arms are so hairy. I should be, like, fine on my own. Like, I got enough masculine energy. <laughs> like, lumberjacking around. Um, <laughs> What do I need um, for masculine? Energy? Yeah, like what does that mean? Well, so I think back to the guy that I was like smitten with, and it was um, there was something about him that seemed like I I would feel very safe in his arms because he was not like a very petite. He wasn't super petite, but he wasn't like a huge man that just looked like he went to the gym all the time. But there was something about him that made me literally physically feel like I would be safe. And then there was like something to that that had a boyish quality that almost felt like innocent and youthful but strong and i don't it's such a hard when do you see that like this this, like lumberjack man who also looks like a little child who should ride a ride like a tricycle you know so it's not a regular combination it was really rare and i think that's why i immediately became so because Lindsay before yeah was saying that you are you know dating right now and there are some guys that you know the reason Mm -hmm. it's not working so well is because he is he's i definitely think confidence is like the biggest um any man i'm attracted to is super confident and also i'm i mean i'm six two in heels so i need to have a really confident man because i don't want to be if i'm like if i'm feeling sassy that day i don't want to look down at you and like be talking down at you i need you to come back uh, have you ever dated a man that's shorter than you? Um, I have, but not like... We went on a couple dates, and he was actually very confident. And I've been on a couple dates with men that are shorter than me, and they couldn't handle it. And I would never go on a date with them again. Um, but I feel like confidence is a big deal. And also with me being feeling always like I'm a super aggressive woman, I like... Um, Something that's really masculine is a man that can somewhat like take the control away from me a little bit, but they have to know how to do it. <laughs> this is very this is the biggest victory because I know. before we were talking about like okay, you they have all the power, mm-hmm. they can't express that they have all the power, but now you want them to express their power. Exactly, I know. Men are fucked. I think <laughs> I think the whole men and women we both have like some our brains are just crazy. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to. Um, the, the steps for you. So you're out on a date, you're interacting with somebody, or you've agreed to go on a date, which means that you're in some way attracted or curious about mm-hmm. that person. So you go on the date, you laugh with each other, you have fun, right? Yes. And so even if you laugh on the date, have fun, doesn't mean that there's chemistry there. Is that correct? Yes, of okay. course. Because I actually, the one that I told you about that was very feminine, we had a great time, but it just, I couldn't go on a second date with him because I didn't want to give him the wrong idea. Okay. Well, um, and I just told him, unfortunately, unfortunately, I just don't have um, the same feelings. And I was very forward and said, I don't want to waste, you know, your time. And I was hoping, I mean, he didn't text me back after that, which is fine. Um, but it is, I think it's really hard for both men and women yeah. to try to tell, say that to somebody. It's because yeah. we both you felt it on both come. sides. Yeah. But so what, so, so the, what are the stages? Like what are the checkpoints that you're going through well, for it's, on a date? Like kiss, check. Yeah. And it's definitely opening the car door. If you do that for me, like that's definitely a good A plus. And if you don't do it, I will usually say, hey, I like the car door opened. I like to be very vocal with things that I like because I don't, the whole issue is men don't know what. They're, this is the whole issue. They don't know what, what to do and they don't know how women are feeling. So my one thing that I can give for women as advice is finding a way to say things nicely that you really appreciate and that you like. So it's communicating. And I think that's the biggest issue because 
like like we just said, they don't know what they're doing. So yeah. just communicate with them what you like, and I feel like they can really respect that. But it, we also have to find a way to do it without sounding like bitchy. Yeah, and that's a difficult thing yes. for women because most often when we do speak our mind, mm-hmm. it does tend to come across kind of bitchy. Exactly. So that's difficult. So so then so speaking, I love that you speak your mind. Okay, door open. Number yes. one. Check. And then I feel like you know taking me out. Listening to the things that I, if, if I tell you things that I like and then our next date you heard that I like to, to go dancing, so then the next day you take me out dancing. Like really listening to, to what I'm saying and because I'm definitely a giver, so I need to find like a person that's also a giver. I can't be with a person that takes. And you're also giving. You're, whatever I'm, you're expecting, are you doing bad I'm to men or are you expecting it to just yes. be like, okay, this is what you need to do? No, I want to make sure that you know that I like you as well. So whatever, anytime you give me a little bit, I'm going to give you definitely the same amount. I think that's really important. It should be an equal, it should be equal. You know, I feel like that's what we're all fighting for yeah. anyway. So when you do show interest, you're saying you do give back in certain ways. Yes. So you'll also, so in, in, in what way would you give back? So if he did take you like dancing the second time, how would you show at that time that, yes, I'm enjoying this and I appreciate it. Here's me giving back to you. How would you do that? Um, I mean, if I was into the guy and that was our second date and I was into it, I would definitely be, you know, I'd be dancing on him and I would be put all of my energy so into sexual favors. That's what you would do. <laughs> but like the next date, would you say, okay, you really like football. Let's go watch No, football no, but I'm saying like, that's a good yeah. indicator. She just yeah. said, okay, if I was really like thankful and like was saying, trying to say to you, I like you as well. It's horrible how it all sounds, but Thank I would you. get, I, 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 I would yeah, dance yeah. up on <laughs> I wouldn't be like cold and dancing with other people. I would be there like present with you, making eye contact. Like, yes. Dancing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I would. I would absolutely be like that because I would want him to feel like. <laughs> exactly. I would want him to feel like okay. I would want him to be proud that I was with him and give him all of my attention, pretty much. Right, okay. Right. Right. So and just show him thanks that I appreciate you listening to what I said. Yeah. And so let's say at the end of that date, you did have that first kiss, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Like you didn't, you didn't what, or you did what? Like, what are you expecting in that first kiss? Um, I mean, you're expecting that, that spark. You're, and if you don't feel it, I feel like if everything else was amazing and you don't feel it from the first kiss, I, depending on how bad it was, I would probably give him a second chance. And then if the second time, because I feel like kissing can somewhat Sometimes be awkward at first. It can because people are nervous. Um, but I feel like then if you go on a third date and you keep and you start getting more physical and things aren't aligning, then I feel like it's on to the next one. I think the best yeah. thing is to just like funnel like four beers and then do the goodnight kiss. It's so much easier. I mean, way. all of these dates <laughs> are, are mouth. There's usually tequila involved, <laughs> like I feel this, like. And then you say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. Interesting. It's awkward. Okay. Well, this was very helpful information. I like everything that we got out of everybody on this special edition of our podcast, the Ask Women Podcast, live at Zeus headquarters, um, one of the leading online dating sites in the world. Uh, I want to thank our first guest, uh, Sejal. Is that right? Ah, Sejal. Sejal. Shoot. Sejal. Sejal. GD. Damn it. Um, (laughs) Yes, and she's the VP of customer success here at Zeus. And then Lindsay, who did our My Makeup. And your own makeup. And I just woke up like this. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. That's how you look <laughs> work, I just wake up like this. Uh, and you were wonderful as well. Thank so you so thank much you for having for, me. Yeah, thank you for being open with us and like giving us this information that we can pass on to the guys that are listening. And new episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, except for today because I totally forgot to do oh. it. <laughs> uh, but I'll do it tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, thanks so, so much for watching this live. If you're watching this live or if you watch it on repeat afterwards, thanks for sticking it out to the end. Please share this video with people. It's It's a really important topic that we're covering. Even though we didn't really come to a conclusion here, you did get to hear uh, sort of how it feels on the female side and hopefully got some ideas about how to finesse and act moving forward with women without being scared and fearful that you're going to be labeled as an aggressor, harasser, or sexual assaulter. Anyway, you guys are awesome. We will see you next week or next month. (laughs) 